This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. The 600 is a race that I would love to win. Top race in the, in the whole year that you might mark on your calendar that means the most to you. Hey, everybody. It's right. Taylor. It, that is the, usually the way the podcast starts, the Dale Jr. download every single week with, hey, everybody, it's Junior. And he is here today. Wait, go ahead and scratch your beard so we know that you're here. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> we hear that every single week here on the Dale Jr. Download. Do? Yes. You're every scratch- week. You scratch your beard. While I'm talking to yeah. the audio? Talking. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. No. You say, <laughs> no, 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 don't stop doing it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's how we know it's you. Yeah. You, we do. Can you tell I'm pacing in circles as well? Well, no, I can tell you. No. That we, it, you know, yeah. right around the middle, Greg made an adjustment. <laughs> And then if you hear like a donkey, you know, make a we know if you're inside or outside. Yeah. yeah. Unless yeah, the donkey's in the bar. But yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, back on track. Yeah, it's back on Dale track. Jr. Download presented by Spy with Dale Earnhardt Jr., Marcus Smith, president of SMI and general manager at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and Mike Davis. Hey there. I'm Taylor Zarzer, and it's JRM Appreciation Day. Fan day. Fan I know day. you love this day. I do. Actually, um, this is the, a great weekend because, uh, obviously, uh, the 600s in, in town in Charlotte. We had the All-Star race last weekend. So, a lot of fans are in the area for the races over at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, a lot of the teams, a lot of the shops in, in this area will open up their doors uh, at some point during the week, particularly a lot of them do it on Friday when there's no track activity. And we get all the fans out here for a chance for them to um, get some autographs from our drivers. We also have vendors and so forth sitting out in the parking lot for them. Uh, some of our partners are out there showcasing some of their products, some of the local people. Uh, we got the Waterfowl Association and a bunch of other folks out there that are showing what uh, what they have going on. So it's a lot of interactive stuff for the fans to get involved in and have fun with. We get a lot of repeat folks coming yeah. back every year. We see a lot of the same folks every year, so we must be doing it right. In fact, uh, Marcus, we got people from Japan in here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, I was saying earlier, we've got people from all 50 states, uh, 26 foreign countries, places like Japan, New Zealand, everywhere in between. Um, I think that covers it. But um, – <laughs> It is. Uh, it's really awesome. You guys do this. I I asked Dale last night what he's going to do with his day off, and he said I'm going to be over at Junior Motorsports with a bunch of race fans. So um, I love it. it. This reminds me. Um, a lot of our fans tell us they love to go to the shops when they come to Charlotte, and uh, just take in all the sights that they can't uh, see at other places. So it's really part of what makes these two weeks so special. Yeah, it's really cool that you're here today, and yeah, it's, uh, fun. it's I, awesome weekend. It, obviously, it's a holiday weekend, but it's really the the best weekend there is for auto racing. Uh, Sunday is such an awesome day, and we're yep. we're fired up about that. We'll talk about that in a second. First, I want to know this. I think Mike Davis really wants to know this. <laughs> Over the years, are there people or a person in particular, a fan that sticks out? Just something you remember about that they've done in order to tell you how much they appreciate you. Is there a certain story that you've got for us? My a tattoo that you've seen, or you know, a good luck, wish you support, you know, etc. That sort of deal. Uh, you know, there's there's some moments that stand out. Um, we were in Indianapolis one year, and a guy wanted me to sign his um, sign his leg, uh, and uh, a lot of people want you to sign their their. Um, their arm or, or leg for a tattoo and um, one of the things that I do see when you write on skin it really looks doesn't look that great because they're just going to go get their their artist to, to do the tattoo right over the top of it so I'll I'll, I'll sign on a cue card or something real clean and, and tell them just to give that to their artist so they can get it done nicely but uh, a lot of people don't know that that's yeah. thoughtful how thoughtful that is, that? is really very thoughtful. considerate I mean, of you it is nice yeah. i just learned something i just yeah. don't want it to be all, it's, it's already a very questionable decision and i just don't <laughs> no. want it to be right you don't want to complicate look, it now hold on do you, i don't want it to look worse and, and i've know? seen this i've seen the result of the signing on the skin and you don't want that tattooed right you don't want and, that and tattooed. you've seen the people that have actually got it tattooed and you're like Really, not one point of this whole process you thought that might not be the best way. That's not going to look good. Do they just do Dale Jr. or Dale Earnhardt Jr. or just um, Dale Jr.? I've been signing Dale Jr. for about 15 years now. I dropped Earnhardt a long time ago because <laughs> it's just, I, you know, it was just 
so time consuming, <laughs> to be honest with you. And it's Earnhardt is a hard word to write. Yeah. So is Zarzer, yeah, by the way. Any, if any time you've got to cross a T, that's very frustrating. <laughs> over and over and over. So maybe I, I should just sign Taylor Z to the three or four people. I don't in know. My life that you know, Richard Petty mastered that old oh T thing. Gosh. That nice big well, old loop. I think right appreciate it. All right. Yeah. So anyway, Indianapolis. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, it just it, you know. You, Nothing crazy happened. The guy wanted me to sign his uh, his uh, fake leg, so I was that was kind of weird and and cool <laughs> at the same time. Um, that happens qu- quite a bit. Um, you know, it, just there's people that stand out because of where maybe where they're from. Like mm-hmm. the couple from Japan that comes to Fan Day every Friday. They've came the last we've had it eight years. I know they've been here the last three or four, and they make. They fl- they come from Japan just you know to go to the 600, mm-hmm. and this is something they do while they're here, and so you remember those folks when they show up. They always bring us uh, something from Japan for me or for Amy, and uh, so there's there's the one or two that that'll stand out for whatever reason. Um, you meet a lot of uh, Make a Wish kids that you met. Like today, I met a Make a Wish. A uh, kid that I met, he's 25 now, and I met him when he was 13. Wow. Yeah, so it's crazy because uh, everybody, I was just, <laughs> I was just, uh, I met my, this, this has been a crazy day. When I first got <laughs> here, I met Miss Pope, and Miss Pope was my art teacher in high school. I hadn't seen her in 24 years. And she's here? And she here, she was here this morning. And she, um, I'd wanted to see her, and so I think subconsciously we sought each other out I, I was she was my favorite teacher so I was like you know and I never see any of my teachers anymore none of my friends from school but I was like I, I hear she's around and I wonder what she's doing and she was thinking the same thing so she <laughs> really so That's she comes cool. yes yeah, so she get we got it lined up to where she could be here today so we get five ten minutes to chat and we were talking about how nobody looks the same she looks she looks as you know, young and beautiful as she did when she was a teacher, um, <laughs> when she was my art teacher. But um, it was amazing to uh, – we were talking about how nobody looks the same anymore and um, how, you know, I, and I saw this kid today. Uh, well, he's a young man now, but uh saw this boy, uh, this, this kid today in the uh, autograph line, and he was 13 when I first met him. And so that's happening a lot more, really that cool. part. That's cool. And that's really kind of weird. It makes you feel super old because people are like, <laughs> look at this picture, man. And I'm like, that's cool. I, I have to ask, how how young are you right. in that picture? Yeah. 13, how old are you now? 25, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's what about when somebody brings your high school senior picture out and puts on a cardboard yeah. cutout like this gentleman <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. That's fantastic. That's over quality, unbelievable, by the way. Like so it. It, makes you, it makes you feel real old. But, did uh, did Miss Pope uh, does she has she seen any of your recent artwork? You know, it's impressive. You're quite yeah. the artist. She hasn't. She would. <laughs> we, <laughs> I we did this drawing. Everybody did this painting for Martin Trix's uh, Catwalk for a Cause Foundation mm-hmm. with Sherry, and uh, I kind of I I cheated a little bit. We we were supposed <laughs> to follow instruction and do it specifically uh, as instructed, and I went out. I totally went outside the box and was Googling images and think and getting different ideas. And so mine looked quite a bit different than everybody else's. Our our, our painting was like a sandcastle on the beach and it was impressive. Stuff. And it, I'm telling you, Miss Pope would have loved it. Dale's <laughs> they, they had <laughs> all made these a plus. I mean, a ten or, or twenty <laughs> pictures up there, and Dale's was the best of everybody. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. You I would. do appreciate that he had freely admitted he went to Google Images, though. We well, were. <laughs> well, I needed ideas on shading. <laughs> I needed uh, I needed a quick refresher course on how to make waves and uh, clouds and so forth. So I was doing my homework. But th- I was so proud of it that when we were at the um, – when we went to Martin and Sherry's charity deal, I made Amy go over there and stand there and stare at it. And <laughs> then I didn't have anybody to brag to. So Marcus <laughs> comes walking by, and I grab Marcus, and I'm like, Marcus – Check out this picture I painted, and and so we stood there and stared at it for a few minutes. <laughs> Impressed, Marcus. I was a good friend. Right. Yeah. He's a good friend. Well, I did a double take because, <laughs> I mean, he didn't say, "Look, my picture's the best." He just said, "Look, I, I painted that, and Amy painted that, and I looked at the whole wall because they had a bunch of them, and I said, "Dang, man, yours is the best." Like, 
are you an art expert? <laughs> and then I told him so, all about Miss Pope. <laughs> and then she just shows up today. She just showed up today. <laughs> that's, you know, that's no coincidence. This is kind of weird, actually. I mean, it's, that's, <laughs> it's really cool is what it is. There's something um, going on. I, it, not just because you want to sign a perfect autograph for their eventual permanent tattoo, but for many reasons, you care so much about the fans, all these people that are around us right now here in our Dirty Mo radio studios. And I know you... To a degree, you'll get this everywhere you go, but this pa- this place is most special to you, which leads me to this question. It's quite obvious, right, which race you want to win the most right now in your career. Yeah, the 600 is a race that uh, I would love to win. I think that if you're a purist in the sport, that that's one of the top three, if not the top two, or maybe even the top top race in the in the in the whole year that. Um, you might mark on your calendar that means the most to you. I've won the Daytona 500 before, um, but I've never won a points race at Charlotte. I came in as a rookie and won the All-Star race. Whooped them. And did not <laughs> didn't know how difficult it was going to be to get a, get a points win there. We've had some fast cars. We've led some laps, and, and uh, I always run into some kind of adversity or something happens, or mm-hmm. it just isn't, doesn't. We actually ran out of fuel coming out of turn four there one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a tough race to that win. That still stings too. It does <laughs> that picture? People, that people picture, bring it up often. The picture of Latart's head yeah. going down. Yeah, it's like the worst we, half gallon ever. <laughs> yeah, we um, you know, I look at I look at uh, the tr- I look at Charlotte as a track that has a ton of history, an amazing story, how it was built, the trials and tribulations, the difficulties they had trying to get the track uh, to be si- uh, successful financially. Uh, the, the the you know the difficulty they had just even getting the surface to 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 last you know they had several issues with the surface there the first race, um, but it's got a ton of history and it's right in our backyard. When I was a kid, it was a race I would never miss. I I was always uh, you know there was nothing ever standing in my way to go to Charlotte, mm-hmm. and uh, they when they built the condominiums in turn one that was at that time a really bold move and a very exciting thing to have these condominiums mm-hmm. at a racetrack we're going to sit in a condo and watch the race that was a inc- that was an incredible thing at that time and then they built another set uh, a, a whole nother set of nicer condos <laughs> and uh you know it's pretty crazy to uh to think about what that track's been through and what what's happened there the history the wins the racers that have been there and uh and it's 600 miles uh unique to itself there's no other event uh that we run that's that long and uh it definitely demands the most out of you physically and mentally Uh, more it's probably one of the more tougher races mentally your mind you know, gets in this routine week after week of doing these 400, 500 mile events. You never really push yourself farther than that. So you realize in the 600, that those extra 100 miles, you that you feel that and you sense that as you're getting toward the end of the race, that your your mind's like, what's going on? Why are we still going? <laughs> so, <laughs> Not used to this. Yeah, <laughs> this feels uh, abnormal. Yep. It definitely is an endurance test as so. much as any race uh, of the entire year. Yep. Uh, Junior Marcus uh, commented on the the sun on my face. Uh, I do a, yeah. a lot of golf work, and I don't think there's any question. Is that what we call it? Golf, 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 work. golf. Okay, okay, got it. I'm assi- I have an, a great assignment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And obviously, we know that there are major championships in golf. Clearly, this is a major championship in yeah. NASCAR. Yeah. Well, I love the way Dale talks about it, and um, it is it is special. This will be our 57th year, and uh, when you think back about the history, that's that's really what makes uh, an event like this special. You know, you can't buy history. You you gotta uh, you gotta earn it. You gotta endure it. And um, the things that that happen to um, for a, a driver and a team to win the 600, make it uh, that much more special in those 57 years. All the great stories of um, of those races and the, like Junior said, the the struggles of the track. My dad and Curtis Turner built it. Um, started in 1959, ran the first race in 1960, and uh, he went bankrupt a few years later. And then. Um, you know, he he worked and tried to tried to get it back, and then eventually started buying stock back, and was able to uh, buy enough ownership back in that he was uh, that that he took control of the track again. And we were all out in um, Rockford, Illinois, 
outside of Chicago. That's where my parents met and, and uh, got married and started a family. I was five years old when we moved back to Charlotte, and um, it was uh, all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're racing. And I was a little kid, only, only five. But um, we were always out there. If it wasn't race time, we would go out on the weekends and, and hunt and, um, you know, try to clear out the, the grandstands of the pigeons, which uh, made for some good target practice. But uh, it's, it's – uh, Can just, we still do that? Uh, we no. might. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Mike, Earnhardt Mike. Outdoors <laughs> kind of gets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? Carry uh, Earnhardt. Carry Earnhardt will take care of that. He just walked back in here, I think. He's, uh, he's definitely game for that. Well, I'm telling you what, pigeons, you know, there's, you got you to gotta yeah. go after them. Uh, so. right. <laughs> My dad would. That's what the word on the street is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We had. Um, so JRM 360 we, podcast. I can feel one coming. <laughs> well, we would we would set up in the in the stairway. And uh, kind of in the turnaround area, by, in the grandstands, my dad would go in the concourse and fire off a shot, and all the pigeons would fly out. And my brothers and I would shoot them on the way out. You wait a little bit, they come back in, you shoot them as they're coming back in. And I was probably 10 when uh, we first went that out there. Awesome. That's a good day at the racetrack right there. That's fun. You can't do it during race weekend. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, that's do not, not try this yeah. Yeah. during yeah. race weekend, right? <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, you guys are getting so nostalgic about this. I want to also bring up, it just reminded me, is that this is where Dale Jr.'s first cup race was, and it was unique in the fact that if, if it's not enough pressure to, you know, debut in the Sprint Cup Series, you know, at the time it was the Winston Cup Series, but there was like an entire marketing campaign, Countdown to E-Day. Oh, God, yeah. Boy, mm. if, talk about pressure. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I oh, remember man. this shot. I mean, I was this was 2000. I was, yeah, I was not even in the sport. I was in college. I remember this shot of Dale – walking down pit road to go qualify uh and, and it's like uh, that didn't nothing about that seemed like you were at ease about the whole situation yeah. i was in the car about one or two cars away from having to pull having to go run my lap and tony jr was kneeling down beside the uh car with me and i was told him i said i would if i could i would do anything in the world to trade with you right now uh, <laughs> i bet did oh, he say no thanks scared to death. yeah how much practice did you have around charlotte before you had your first race i um that's a, a good story we um in 1996 i believe dad took me it was either 96 or 97 Dad had Tony Sr. and Tony Jr. take me over to Charlotte Motor Speedway, and we were the only people there. He must have talked privately with your dad or someone at the track to get the track yep. to ourselves. Uh, Steve Park went out and ran the car for about four or five laps. Either It was either Steve or Jeff Green, whoever was driving for us at the time. The car was black, so it must have been back in the Goodrich days. Yep. So... Uh, Jeff must have went out there and drove the car a couple laps and just, you know, just to make sure it was in good shape. And then they put me in it. And I had no <laughs> idea where to lift, where to mash the gas, and just I'd never been on any track bigger than a, a half mile and just didn't know what wow. I was doing. Yeah. yeah. Did and you know you're going – you knew you are going out there that day yeah. to, to run? Yeah. And the I guys was, were – Scared to death. Yeah. So <laughs> Charlotte's been a scary place now. Yeah. Think about it for you. That's they, they just oh man baptism baptism by fire over there. The car the getting down into turn one was a bit a a bit rough. There it was just this the landing was kind of harsh okay. and kind of a bit violent back then. The cars would bottom out and spark and all that good stuff. And I went down in there on my fourth lap and bottomed out and spun out and oh. hit the wall and, oh. and destroyed the car. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Does this, I didn't know that this is how the story is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it doesn't end. It doesn't end. No. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Your that career was, wasn't over that there. Was the you end probably of, thought it was. That though. was the end of the day anyhow. But I, we, I wrecked the car and, it, and got out of the car and stood there in the corner um, <laughs> and so here comes Stood Tony. In the yeah, I'm just standing uh. there, and here comes Tony Senior and Tony Junior, and they drive up, and um, they were like, "Man, that last lap you ran was fast." Yes. So I had <laughs> ran this really, really good lap, and they were all laughing and and cutting up, and I was thinking, "Man, I was in big trouble." Yeah. And that my, you know, obviously I wrecked and didn't know what I was doing, and I was gonna, it was, I was gonna, you know, you don't give me any second chances, but. Uh, apparently, I ran fast enough to 
Get wow. a second Give chance. Give yourself another chance. To what did Dad say to about interest it? them. Well, he wasn't there. I don't yeah. I don't remember actually having too much of a conversation with him. I'm sure him and Tony talked about it behind closed doors a little bit. But I was – So that extra pressure wasn't there. No. Yeah. I was frightened, <laughs> excited, and dr- when I was out there driving, I remember feeling like I was – you know how like when in the movies when people were – when guys are trying to break a, a horse? Uh-huh. Drunk, what do you call yeah. those? Horse whisper? No, the hor- <laughs> a horse, to a wild a, horse, a wild horse. You're trying that. to get it to calm down. So, and the, and the thing's just going crazy, right? right? And it's like Bucking everywhere. Yeah, and that's what I felt like when I was driving that car. Like I had no control over wow. what was happening. Wow, that's interesting. It was happen. Everything was just going so fast and happening so fast that I didn't. I was like, it's, man, there's no telling what's going to happen next. And but sure enough, you know, if you didn't wreck, they probably would have said you could have gone faster. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean that's that's probably that's one that's awesome of those things. Though, I had I had no I idea had no, about this. Yeah, I had no, I had nothing to reference what I was doing, so I didn't know whether I was really really slow. Yeah, right. or I was doing okay. <laughs> so I was but just their like reaction harder yeah. and harder each lap. Wow. Yeah. Did you ride? Did you ever ride around the track? We didn't do. We probably should have done that. You never <laughs> rode around the track. Yeah. <laughs> we probably should have tried that. Well, when you when, when you we, were younger, did you ever get in the no. the side? No, not, nothing. A pace car ride. I'm telling you, man. Them uh, Tony Senior, Tony Junior. They, <laughs> they just throw. Well, they like, like to I, get I'll, out there and you just do it. It's a good thing I, they didn't throw you out in the pole, airplane. I'm on a pole and <laughs> in pace. I would cordially, Dale. I would cordially like to invite you to join my wife Betsy and my girls Katie and Grace and join us during the Christmas uh, celebration <laughs> yeah. every year. We <laughs> take you go a lap. around the track and see the oh, lights. Yeah. We'd oh, like to, yeah. I'd now, like to invite I have, you to do that. I have been I have been there and, and I have done that. Okay, good. It's dark, you know. It's not. Yeah. You don't get no, that's, that's true. It that's sounds true. like you would have taken anything that you could have had. A Christmas parade laugh would have been one of them. I would have taken it. I love all these stories. This this is good stuff. Well, I know clearly you want to win that race, so let's talk about how that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know we were busting your chops about scratching the beard and everything, but all of us here that are listening and that are part of the podcast are so grateful for your weekly commentary on what's happening post each race. And I was especially appreciative of your commentary a couple of weeks ago because you could tell that you are so grateful for the effort that everyone on your team is making, but that you're frustrated yeah. with the results that you're seeing right now. So tell us, I know that last week in the All-Star race, you felt like some changes were made that really yielded some positive results. So tell us where you're at right now going into this 600 on Sunday. Yeah, we uh, we think we did, uh, you know, we did some good things last weekend and did have a good finish and a good result in the All-Star race, and I think that that helped, um, that helped our attitude and our confidence a little bit. And uh, me and uh, – we didn't qualify very well, obviously. Uh, we've struggled in qualifying all year, and that's been – you know, that's been – some of the that that has been some of the the Fridays mm-hmm. have been the harder days yeah. for us, um, just emotionally. Uh, it me and Greg do not like how things are going for us in qualifying, and we take that very personally. Um, so the Friday afternoons and evenings are 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 some of our our harder days or the tougher days. But we sit and we talk. Last night, Greg was at my house till midnight. Um, talking about qualifying, talking about our plan, talking about how how we're gonna you know prepare for this race coming up. <clears throat> so, you know when when we qualify like we did, and Greg calls you up and says, "I'm gonna come over, let's sit down, let's just you know mm-hmm. have have let's just talk it out." And you know so we're spending the time together that I think we need to, that he thinks we need to. If we're if we're gonna get better, we're gonna have to do it together. That kind of attitude. So I thought that was awesome that he was over there last night and that we had a chance to hash it out and try to figure out what we can do to do better in qualifying. Um, we always race really well. I, I watched some of the telecast, and I thought Jeff Gordon really hit it on the hit the nail on the head when he was saying that these guys always find a way to communicate and race yeah. really well. Yeah. They don't qualify well, but they're always there in the races. And that's what me and Greg – sit there and scratch our heads about it's like man we can be the fastest car in the race or one of the best cars one of the top five cars in the race why can't we go do this in qualifying what is happening and what's different so 
It's a mystery. And I know uh, you're searching for that answer, but do you think it's speed related or or something else? I don't know whether it's how I drive the car. Is it something I'm doing differently when the when the track's full of race cars in the race versus when we're out there by ourselves or yeah. or you know we yeah. really don't have a rabbit to chase? Um, I don't know what it is, but we're gonna figure it out. I mean, I it's one of the things that I want to I want the answer to. Uh, and I know Greg and the guys do too. They work way too hard for us not right. to have the results, and because they they do. I mean, those guys they don't get frustrated and lay down. They don't get frustrated. They don't look at the results in qualifying and quit showing up. They work harder. They work longer hours, and they they try all kinds of new things mm-hmm. to try to figure out what it is that's going to make us qualify better. And so. It's it's hard to it's hard to watch those guys go through all that and put themselves out there and not and not be able to get the results. And so, you know, anyhow, we feel pretty confident that we'll get into Saturday. Uh, me and Greg are going to talk some more this evening and try to figure out our direction for Saturday because you really got to take every minute in practice and maximize the opportunity to learn something. You can't waste any time. Uh, making changes or being lackadaisical. Every second and every lap you get on the track is an opportunity to improve, and and we need to, you know, you got an hour and a half and then right. a break, and you need to be able to do everything, and and you got to have a plan. Like we're gonna, all right, we're gonna try this right rear spring to begin with, and we're gonna try the, you know, you gotta have a list of things you're gonna mm-hmm. run through. It's pretty particular. Uh, you don't just kind of show up and just go right. by to see your pants. So we're gonna. We'll get a plan together tonight, and uh, we've got a few things that we want to learn and figure out that we um, that we think uh, can help us. And hopefully, we've you know Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon, um, we'll go through a debrief with all four drivers and all four crew chiefs. We'll listen to what they learned and what they liked and didn't like. We'll match that up with what we went through and try to pick some of the the lo- you know the mm-hmm. low hanging fruit and figure out some of the things that line up with our comments and build a setup and go to go to the race and race. Well, it's obvious the effort is there and you just you just went through all the effort that's being made. On top of that, the the results last year, I mean, you're top 5 in them to death and yeah. you won 3 races on the heels of making a crew chief change and so many changes on the pit crew. I mean, you had a lot of success yeah. leading laps and winning races. So you know that it clearly it's going to happen. You have a lot of confidence that's going to happen. Yeah, Greg's a great great talent and uh we did have an amazing year in my book last year. I was very satisfied with Greg's job. Yeah, I was satisfied with the job Greg did. He's young in 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 that role, but um, he's got a lot of experience and a lot of experience to lean on. I uh, I like all the guys. All our guys are the same guys that we've had for for several years, and uh, you know, I'll, you you kind of get off on the wrong path every once in a while you just got to rein it back in and go back and look at everything that was you were doing when it was working and kind of you get a little cute every once in a while or get a little aggressive or maybe you know too outside too far outside the box but you have to try these things you can't keep doing the same thing every week there's other teams out there learning going outside the box and every once in a while you're going to hit on something that's what's going to help you win championships because you you sort of go through everything you're doing and all your inventory, and you get all your best eggs for one basket near the mm-hmm. end of the season. So, we've got a, you know, we got a whole company behind us, a lot of people working really hard. We got all our teammates, and their, you know, their crew chiefs, their teams, learning, um, researching, and and trying to find speed. It's a company wide effort. That's awesome. Let me ask you, um, when you hear, I hear drivers sometimes they'll say, well my car is better on long runs or or i'm better on long runs than short runs i i always just wonder what what's the difference in that is that something you feel in the car as a mechanical or is it as as a driver um how does that work for you you know it it's some cars will take off better some cars uh you know you'll show up to the racetrack and the car will just have early run speed it'll be fast those first few four five or six laps um, some cars uh, maybe don't run quite as quick as the you know the, the the five guys that are that are that are kicking everybody's butt at the top of the chart, but maybe round lap ten or uh, you know ten, fifteen, twenty, 
Maybe you're actually faster than all these guys. It's it's amazing how that happens because it's you got the same yeah. machine and yeah. the same guy driving. But it's just for some circum- reason. Yeah, it's yeah. circumstances to the setup of the car and yeah. really kind. A lot of it's the tire too. A lot right. of times, the tire is really a, a critical uh, player in the whole thing. It connects the car to the road and mm-hmm. how you feel. A, a lot of driver, some drivers like a certain type of tire a certain style of sidewall, a certain stiffness in the sidewall, or a certain compound, you'll have a, if you ask, you know, Kevin Harvick and Jimmy Johnson and all these guys, they probably have a tire that they like the most mm-hmm. or prefer, or a tire they really do well on, and they, and you can ask them and they'll tell you, well, it's that tire we run at Michigan, huh. mm-hmm. and we run it at Charlotte, or, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll have, they have tires that they actually probably do like better. Yeah, the track too. The track, the the coarseness of the track, yeah. and the way it's yeah. Uh, there's guys that prefer different styles of asphalt and so yeah. forth. Yeah. yeah, lines to run, etc. That's a great question, though, Marcus, because Dale, you talked about that after the All Star race in your commentary for us about your concern about a long run the other night, but on short runs, car really took off. Yeah. So, but a lot of times it's exactly the opposite than that. So. That's good stuff there. Mike hey, Davis, what you got? Let, let me. Uh, we're going to give away one of these Exalted Studio panels uh, that Dale has signed. But before we do that, I want to ask one last question. So, Marcus, your dad was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame last year. So yep. well-deserved. Yes. This year, you. Rick Hendrick yes. and Richard Childress, Benny Parsons, Mark Martin. Yep. Um, Raymond Parks. Raymond Parks. That, that's the, the class this year. I'd love to spend time talking about each of them. But Rick Hendrick, you know, somebody asked me the other day about Rick Hendrick, and I always have a, a – a, I struggled to try to encapsulate in words what Rick Hendrick really means, just to me personally. Hmm. They'll take a stab at it. I don't Thank know. you. Yeah, uh, I mean, right. seriously, what? Not what he means to me. What he means to you? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Let me encapsulate. What'd you say? Encapsulate. Yeah. Encapsulate. <laughs> yes. We'll spell that later. But, but he's such a such. I mean, he's just gold. And but like, how do you describe Rick yeah. Hendrick and how influential he is? Yeah. You know, I was. Um, I've. You know, I I've got a great relationship with Rick, and and he's a he's a he's a man that I have a ton of respect for. I love him, and he has given me this an amazing opportunity to to work in a great environment with amazing people. He's uh, single-handedly responsible for that company and what that company is today. His uh, mentality and the way he's you know he drives people and gets people to want to work for him, right. work with him is an amazing mm-hmm. talent. I don't know how he does it. I, that's right. Yeah. I don't know how he works as hard as he does. I don't know how he remembers everybody's name. He shakes everybody's hand, remembers what their what their wife's doing, where their kids are going to school. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone's sick, I don't care if it's a guy working in the, in the wash pit at the at the BMW store or it's somebody working at the race shop. Um, he's if somebody's sick in your family, he's flying you and them to the best doctors, and re- he's always trying to connect people to give them the best help they can. Yep. I mean, he does all this stuff behind right. doors and, and doesn't want any credit for it. He just wants to help people. Got a, He's got an amazing heart. and um, But if you want to just – if you want to be blown away, look at his stats, the championships, <laughs> the wins, yeah. the top fives. That's incredible to 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 have accomplished what he's accomplished in this sport. Um, it, it's it's surprising to me that he he hadn't been voted in sooner with just the stats alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he's gave and gave and gave to this sport for many many years. He continues to send these four amazing race teams to the track every week that are a huge part of the sport and. He's got a lot of great, talented drivers, and he's worked with a lot of talented drivers, giving a lot of guys a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, he's just—he's got a lot of—he's uh, got a lot of things that he's done to uh, to help the sport, and and has, he's been a huge asset all all along the way. He's yeah. he's in those conversations with uh, the France family and the the track owners and the drivers and and the team owners he's in all those conversations and whenever they're <laughs> sitting down talking about the the future and the direction and the choices we got to make and the tough choices to make uh, he's one of the guys that you want in the room yeah yeah, yeah. and then i'll also ask you about your kids yeah. in, 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 in really, the same he, conversation he he, he's done that with me to dale's point i mean he does he doesn't forget a name he, it's he, incredible he, he has it an is, incredible i don't know how he does that. he has an incredible he's gift great. and Hey, you yeah. just mentioned a lot, Dale, about his professional success, but you have such a personal connection with him, and you always have. And 
you know, I know he has stated this publicly. He did it when you announced that you were going to race for him. But I was on the track at Bristol Motor Speedway a, a few years ago, and we were talking about this podcast, and he was asking all kinds of stuff about family, et cetera. But then he just kind of looks over at you in the corner, and he says, man, I want to win a championship with that guy. Yeah. I mean, he Maybe. and I, I know you've said it thousands of times how, many, how much you want to win a championship for him and for everybody. But, um, you know, he, he has said, he said it that day, that he thinks of you as a son and hopes you think of him in some sort of way as almost like a dad. And, you know, you both lost something, but you gained something. And yeah. there is a real special bond there. Yeah, it's kind of circumstantial that we and him went through what we did when when, uh, when I lost my dad and he lost his son. Uh, we, you know, kind of our paths crossed and we saw an opportunity to help each other and, and uh, be a part of each other's lives. And I think he wanted that as much as I did. And it's really paid off for me. Um, just, I mean, just outside of the racing, it's been a real blessing to have him in my life and have him mm. as a as a mentor and someone to go bounce off information and uh, you know just per- all the personal things that you're you, you go through <laughs> uh, when you got questions and and it need advice and he all he's the kind of guy that you you will need advice and not even know how to ask for it and he he has the mm, he has the perfect answer and um i've really leaned on him uh, he's helped me in you know outside of driving a car uh he's helped me uh tremendously so um you know and i think that he's had that effect on so many people yeah. so many you know? it'll be a great yeah, night i know true. that and like mike said you know, all those people yeah. mean something to you but definitely wanted to talk a little yeah, bit about him i'll just throw in there real quick uh taylor that you know, the way Dale is talking about Rick Hendrick is the same kind of way that Daryl Waltrip talks about him. And yeah. so many people, like we're saying, I mean, he um, he's made such a huge impact on my life and so many. It's really hard to encapsulate it. It is. Yeah. And um, so, so happy for him being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, your, your brother Scott and Jimmy uh, was with them recently and... Same. They, they. They. He just comes up, yeah. you know, because of how much. I was watching the um the the uh, ceremony last year and told Winston Kelly that um I said I told him I said man I want to come to the ceremony yeah. next year but I don't I just want to just give me a seat I want I'm gonna walk in there sit down and watch it <laughs> but I didn't know you know knowing now I know I'm going with Rick Rick getting inducted Ben but the ceremony Sweet. itself for Rick. Mark, Benny, all, That's gonna be great. all Richard, those guys. Yeah. It's going to be so interesting, just yeah. I think for me personally, but for fans in general to mm-hmm. to watch that ceremony. That's going to be awesome. That'd you're going to learn some things about these guys that a lot of us maybe didn't even know, yeah. each and every one of them. Maybe gonna, they wrecked at Charlotte Motor Speedway <laughs> after yeah. their fastest lap the first time they ever went out there. You talk about <laughs> you talk about accomplishments in, in this sport and, and uh, you know, this will be something that will make these guys really emotional, and oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. that they'll realize that till they're up on that stage. There's no, there's no yep. question. That's so, so true. I cannot wait to see like Mark and those guys get up there yep. and accept their uh, their induction. Yeah, yep. this is the Dale Junior Download presented by Spy. It's the craziest paint scheme yet. Get the all new limited edition Spy Wrangler Dega sunglasses there this weekend at <laughs> Charlotte Motor Speedway. You can also order them online at spyoptic.com. All right, let's give away this panel. Marcus and I were talking about this. Uh, we just there were there, there's uh, these panels that the Exalta folks give us for the studio, and they sent us some for Dale to sign. And uh, this is the first time we've ever actually given one away. Marcus, we w- we have no planning involved in this. We were talking about before the uh, before we started taping this podcast that maybe whoever came here from the longest uh, distance, which I think if the Japan folks are here, there's a new there, there's an early favorite. Yeah, but. Um, yeah. Natalie, how do you want to do this? You do do we just? I say sh- have them show a driver's license of the furthest away. And- All right, Natalie's oh, going to walk like out that. there. That's a good idea. How who, far away? Who thinks that they could possibly have been a candidate for uh, for the amount of longest distance? Your buddy from high school will probably won't no, win this one. <laughs> yeah, oh, we from, got we got somebody. We got thinks, where are you from? Saskatchewan. That's pretty That's good. an Sask- early favorite. Saskatoon. Can anybody beat that? <laughs> Can anybody? <laughs> they're shaking their heads. No. <laughs> All right, and there you, you go. Mi- do you mind coming in? Huh? Come on in. <laughs> do you mind? Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan. the Rough Riders. <laughs> the Rough Riders, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go this on and y'all just say. 
Oh man. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. How about that? All right. What's your name, sir? Uh, Pete Harris. Pete, yep. thanks for coming. You came from Saskatchewan. Yeah, I did. How long does that take? Well, by plane, it's not that long, but if you were to drive it, it's, a, it's another course, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how long have you been a, a, a fan of Dale Jr.? Oh, for years and years and years and prior to that, so. All right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. uh, he, you are who you say you are. Fantastic. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, it's already obviously been you're going to the race this weekend. Right? Oh, you bet. Yeah. I was there yesterday, and All yeah, right. I was cheering for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're going to go over and watch uh, the Xfinity race Saturday. Yes, I am. All right. Yes, I am. Yeah. That's oh, great. It's it's a real privilege to be here, and it's a privilege to be this close to you. No, I appreciate and it. And I think you're something. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming all this yeah. way. That's awesome. Oh, I appreciate Thank that, you. man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I do. Awesome. There Congratulations you to you, sir. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Thanks for coming to the races. All right. That's awesome. From Saskatchewan. All right. That's really cool. Yeah, very Really, cool. really cool. Uh, all the different uh, fans of Junior Nation and Dale Earnhardt Jr. We appreciate each and every one of you being here today for the That's Dale awesome. Jr. download. Okay, we yep. got a few things left to do before we uh, before we run out of here, and we got some off the track questions for you, Junior. Off the track. Yeah, you just did a uh, interview with your your good friend Chris Cooley. Recently. Oh yeah, yeah. And Chris Cooley with the Washington Redskins played tight end for the Redskins. Now he has his own radio show on ESPN. My, oh, yeah. my man, first cool. name Davis over here says that in that interview, you said that you get updates about the Redskins games mm -hmm. during the NFL season. Now, who who is providing you with these updates? Well, see, okay, <laughs> what I said was is that at some of the more some of the busier tracks, which is pretty much everywhere except Talladega and Daytona, that I can't really ask for these updates. And I don't want to give anybody the opinion that I'm not focused. And no, it's during a caution flag or yeah, it's or still. Like I mean, I gotta be, you know, I'm gotta be on task. All the guys in the pits are focused. Um, of course, I'm sure they're sneaking around in the back of the pit box looking at scores. But well, you're not texting like Kozlowski yeah. or anything. <laughs> so I tell TJ knows that I want to know. And so if you know if they're doing really good, he'll tell me. Okay. He'll just say, "Hey man, get, get you know skins are up 14." There you go. Look, you know, clear on the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Door in, bumper skins yeah. are up. Clear. Fitting clear. In five, four, three. Yeah. <laughs> and if he if I'm in a bad mood or if something's if I need if he needs to fire me up, he may even lie to me and say they're they're uh. winning when they're not. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't give you Buffalo Bills updates. Uh, yeah. uh, he knows tired. better than that. Yeah. Um, so Cooley's your boy. I mean, he's been down here, stayed with you and everything. Is he the kind of person that might be invited to a, a wedding, per se? My goodness, you put me on the spot right there. <laughs> well, well, in fact, we haven't heard much about that lately, so I just want to make sure if, if Amy is still on board with this. You know, like getting married. Yes. Yes, yeah. of course. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. Did or, you approve? What about? These? What about? What about? If <laughs> I cannot believe <laughs> Mike Davis. <laughs> this was his no, idea. No, no, no. What if? Does Amy approve Cooley coming? No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I might have been put up to this, by the way. My goodness. Um, you know, <laughs> I have a little. I have so. A lot of the wedding details are private. At least I am not at liberty to discuss them. <laughs> That's right. That's a good woman. <laughs> That's right. right. Yes. But we, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Me and Amy, I sort of, we have a list, you know, that we're working on. And I, you know, when, when and I sort of add a little bit to it as we go. But um, we're certainly going to have to narrow it down as we get closer. And I'm excited about, <laughs> I'm excited about that whole process. Marcus, uh, what if he wants to get married outside Bristol Motor Speedway? We could do it. Okay, I just yeah. want to make sure that's yeah. available. We could do it inside Bristol Motor Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Just with, listen, just if you just <laughs> do, if you're doing that, do it at Bristol. I don't want to mess up the pigeon shooting at Charlotte. That's, that's whatever you do. We would that's clear the pigeons out before the wedding if you want to do it at Charlotte. And uh, we got Speedway TV there. Las Vegas so Motor Speedway. We could do it there. It. Elvis yeah. could uh, preside. I checked out Elvis. mentally. <laughs> yeah. I mentally checked this out. This is when you want it, you want the Redskins scores like eight yes. right? Cassie <laughs> and I, we we celebrated our we had our tenth anniversary. We went out to Vegas with some friends, 
during Vegas weekend, and um, we went to one of the little chapels on the Strip, and we dressed in like '70s outfits. <laughs> that is fantastic. I had like a, you know, one of those suits that are all. I don't know, stretchy and everything. I forgot what you call it, but uh, spandex. <laughs> kind of like spandex, <laughs> but you know, it's not tight. I forgot what you call those things. Like a John Travolta outfit. Oh yeah, and uh, and she, you know, the girls had that, and the guys had their outfits, and we had Elvis, uh, skinny Elvis. Yeah, uh, presi- <laughs> that's fantastic. It was pretty good. It was fun. <laughs> well, it, it, listen, yeah. if 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 Amy is still searching for ideas, Junior, I mean, there you go. Hey. Oh man, go see Marcus. That was a recommitment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it was. <laughs> How hey, committed are you? Well, let's see. You put this on. Yeah. <laughs> Junior yeah. Nation, check out the Ride with Dale Jr. to help kids everywhere campaign from Nationwide and Nationwide Children's Hospital. This is so awesome. In case you missed it, Dale Jr. will be driving the number 88 Nationwide Children's Hospital Chevy SS during the Kentucky race weekend, and you can have your name on the car. Name on the car. Cool. Simply the car. donate to the hospital at nationwidechildrenshospital.org slash Dale Jr., and your name will be placed on the hood of the car. Only a limited spots are available, so you must act quickly. Marcus Dang. seems like a good name to put. Is it in. how Check. much you you give, or everybody? Is it kind of random? Check out Nationwide social channels, Marcus. Okay. On Facebook at <laughs> Nationwide eighty eight, on Twitter at Nationwide eighty eight for more information. That's cool. And updates. If you have any questions, you yeah. can go there. I like that. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. It is. It's fun when the fans can. I don't know. The fans get a kick out of putting their name on the car. They can. Uh, you know, they'll obviously be able to uh, look online and see where their name is and. Know it's out there running around. Let me ask you the the, the magic question: Will it be a diecast? Oh, that? certainly. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you could have that diecast, your name's on it, then that'd oh, be awesome. Oh, we'll make a diecast out of anything. It don't matter. Joe Mattis <laughs> upstairs, he'll make a diecast. You need to bring back the pluck chicken diecast that they had in <laughs> Stroker Ace. Yeah. <laughs> the chicken. Yeah. The chicken. What was that? The chicken bucket special, or what was Something it? Like chicken that. pit special. Chicken, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised y'all haven't done that, actually, over at Charlotte. We actually, uh, we're going to be showing Stroker Ace, I think, tonight on Speedway TV. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stop are. everything. Maybe tomorrow night. Of course you are. Are you are. serious? I love yeah. it. No, yeah. I love it. Like a, a drive, like a drive-in movie? There's yeah. no doubt. They do yeah. that stuff all the time. It's fantastic. We <laughs> yeah. watched we watched Cars on it a few years ago. So how is the audio during that? It, you got, um, well, we have the speakers in the infield, but you, you also turn have your radio. the radio. You turn your radio. Yeah. Oh. Like 101.5, I think, Holy is the track. Isn't that cool? pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. Does that for the Christmas stuff. Uh, I, each I, year too. I think really there's a romantic date in Miss Davis's future tonight. <laughs> 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 Stroke her ace on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. Double check <laughs> that schedule. It might be uh, Talladega Nights uh, tonight. I, it's one either tonight or tomorrow night. Stroke her yeah. ace, which is my That's favorite. I also <laughs> like Stroke her ace quite a bit. Yeah. Me and one of the reporters in the I think <laughs> we're discussing Stroke Race's pl- uh, place. Yes, in in, in history, movie, racing yeah, movie history, yeah, racing it's movies. up there. That in Speedway, Elvis, you know that yeah. movie. That was really good, and a lot of that was shot at Charlotte, at Charlotte, in sure the infield. And um, what's the coolest thing? One of the coolest things about that movie is you look in the stands, and all the fans are wearing like nice outfits. The guys are wearing sport coats, and it looks like <laughs> they're all at a horse, like yeah. a Kentucky Derby, yeah. but they're at the they're at the six hundred, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool, and I, I love how you do uh, you guys do that every single every single race weekend. Uh, it's outstanding. You know, it, it, it's really cool what's happening this weekend, Dale Jr. And the fact that you have this fan appreciation thing. I, I know you're so uh, appreciative and also fired up about what's happening with Junior Motorsports. I figured last up, we absolutely need to mention what's happening this year with your race team. The last couple of years, I mean, the momentum that's been gained, the championships, etc. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, the um, the work we've done here has really been very rewarding. Uh, we've we've grown into a, uh, a very you know a successful team, very healthy. Uh, we're winning races. We uh, we've got it. You know, we've got exciting relationships and partners. Um, so when we first started our Xfinity team, we just wanted to survive and wanted to be able to compete. Mm-hmm. Uh, take cars to the racetrack and try to compete and that's a fun challenge we still do that we still look at it as uh and you know it's enjoyable it's fun we go and try to take our cars and race against the rest of the competition um and we've uh you know the championships and wins and all that stuff along the way has really kind of been a giant bonus and we never really set a 
goal for wins or championships. We just wanted to be there. And uh, we really enjoy leaving some sort of mark on the sport, whatever that is. So being out there and competing was what was important to us. And um, I feel like that we've, we, uh, we're, you know, we're a good part, an important part of the Xfinity Series, and we love being there. People ask us all the time what our plans are for the future. We love where we're at. We love the Xfinity Series. We love the environment and the racing that it provides. And, uh, you know, this is our, that's kind of our home. So mm. things are going real good. We're real healthy right now. We've got a lot of great talent. Um, also, before we go, I wanted to thank, I know we had all our drivers out here signing autographs for Fan Day. That's which great. I appreciate all our guys coming, but Kevin Harvick came out here today. And for a guy, I know how busy he is because uh, being out there and competing with him, and I know all the other things that he has going on, um, but to have him come out here today meant, meant a lot to me. Uh, Marcus, for you to come out and see what we're doing, I know you're going around town and seeing a couple other shops and checking out what people are doing today. Um, we appreciate how connected you are and, and how grounded you are and plugged into everything. Uh, you certainly got um, you got such some you got the best intentions and it's a lot of fun to to talk and work with you and so we appreciate you coming by. Thank you, man. Great to be um, here. Yeah, but this is great for the fans. We love it every year. This is our eighth year. Can't wait for next year. Um, we'll see some of the same folks and hopefully some new ones as well. That's go, great. Go get them Sunday night. Thank man. you, man. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Really, really appreciate what you do for all your fans. This this podcast is so much fun to do. Yeah, it and, is. And um, the access you give fans, everybody is so grateful for that, and self-included. I mean, we, this is a we great love event. doing it. So thanks, my man. Appreciate yeah, it. thank you. All right, Marcus, thanks. To, I really appreciate you being here this week. Got thanks it. to Dale. Thanks to First Name Davis. Thanks to Mike Davis. Thanks to the rest of the staff, Natalie, Dustin, Everybody that's here today, Tyler. I'll get to you, Tyler. Short game, Tony. Everybody that's here today, we appreciate you. This has been the Dale Jr. Download. I'm Taylor Zarzer. It's presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey, Dirty Mo Radio listeners, make sure you follow at Exalta Racing on Twitter because if they reach 20,000 followers before May 13th, they'll partner with Pocono Raceway and give away $88,000 to one lucky winner if Dale Jr. wins the Exalta We Paint Winners 400. Go follow them at Exalta Racing. You'll be glad you did.